listening to the Get Peeled podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Tana Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons that I have learned through fitness. Yo, what is going on? Welcome back to the Get Peeled podcast. I'm Hannah Eden, your host. And I'm Paul Barreto, your co-host. And today we are introducing the second piece of this five-part podcast. That's right. right. Yep. What are we going to talk about? Amora Fati. That's right. So if you haven't watched the first episode, make sure you check that out. We talk all about our kettlebell program that's coming soon and how we split it up into five pieces. And this is part two. So Amora Fati, this is going to be a short and quick one and hopefully something that you can put and implement into your day to help you have a, a better day. That's it. That is it. So what does Amora Fati translate to? So Amora Fati is uh, from the Latin. That translates to love of the fate or love the fate. And it's one of the ideas that we learned um, on one of our latest books that we read, which was The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Yep. And I also like the idea of, this is Eli, by the way, and if you're not watching, it's our homie. He's the best dog ever. You'll see why. But um, another way of saying that is to love everything because there is no such thing as good or bad. There's just the situation itself and how one perceives it. So our perspective towards uh, anything that happens during our life is up to us, how we decide to look at something. It's a lot harder to try and find the bright side of the silver lining, especially when shit's really tough. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is possible. And from experience ourselves, you know, it's been continuous uh, implementation of that whole idea of trying to find something good, even when you're in a total shitstorm. Yeah, and the toughest part is... Like Kenna said, it's just the value of judgment that we make out of each situation. And I know for myself how many times I've been in a situation where I'm like, that's it. That is it. I don't know. I don't know my way out. There is no way out. And we actually end up getting through it, learning from it. And down the road, we can actually refer back to it and say, shit, you know what? I've been or I felt this before where there was no way out, where I thought that every, the walls were caving in and I made through it. So, you know what? I want to use the same mindset and I'm going to see what happens. And then you learn that it actually helps. So, the problem is shit's going to keep happening in our lives every single day. That's not going to change. And the only thing that we can change, and this is one of the biggest lessons from the Stoics, is how you react to it. That's it. Because we cannot change um, the outside world, we cannot change the external events, the things that happen to us, the only thing that we're left with is how can we react and how do we respond to it, right? And I think it's one of those things, like whenever you, have you, or maybe you can relate to this, ever being in a room with someone that just has such good energy and such good vibes, like they're so positive and they make you feel good and positive too. And it's mm-hmm. like, I've, been, I've read a lot of different books and it's been said in many different forms, but... Uh, Jay Shetty in Think Like a Monk talks about that and says, you know, negativity is contagious, but so is positivity. Uh, One can replace the other in all situations because it's kind of annoying if you're in a... And I've been that person that is in a dark place and I can't see anything in a good light. I can only see everything from like this dark 
cloud over my head and see the worst in every situation. It's like lenses, right? Yeah, it's how you look at it. So I do understand that. So before I say that, I wanna, I'm saying this because I can relate, but it can get annoying if you're in a bad place mm -hmm. and you're around someone that's in a good place. But if you ask yourself something long and hard, if you were feeling shitty about something, ask yourself this. Would it make it better if you were surrounded by people that were thinking the same way as you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think it's always good to feed off other people's energy and, and to, to understand that it is contagious. And Jay Shetty has this little thing where he says, if you see it, spot it and swap it. Because although you might be trying to look at the world in a good way, not everyone is around you, but maybe you're not the right person or you're not, it's not your place to call someone out and say, why, why are you being so negative? And like call them out on their point of view. Wow, he is shedding. I see it. Um, <laughs> i got to stop rubbing him too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to call them out about what they have said, but you can also take action and try and implement <coughs> something positive into the situation. So see that something's going negative. I'm going to use an example of a room full of people talking about someone in a negative light. Uh, maybe they say something really mean and you're, in your head, rather than being like, yo, that's fucking mean, you just say, damn, yeah, but like, have you ever thought about like, what might be happening in, in, that, in this situation? Or try and find something positive about that person to say. What is the other person going to do? You know, other yep. than hopefully change the conversation into something different, not be obvious about it, but subtly trying to like spread light, not darkness, you know? Exactly. That uh, I remember just with myself, last year we went on this incredible trip throughout the country. And while we were reading the book, I never finished the book, actually. I lost it. Remember that? I left in the plane. And then we got a new copy. You finished it. I have to finish. I got well into it, but I remember... Oh, man, the RV life. If you're there and you're an RVer, uh, long-term or not, if you go into the RV life, you're going to realize that things happen every single day. <laughs> and once you fix everything around, there's a whole new boat of things coming and just porting right on your shore. So it got to a point where I, I used to tell myself, whenever we're trying to break down and you were inside breaking down all the stuff and I was outside trying to, I don't know, get the holes and this and that. I remember reciting to myself, the obstacle's the way, the obstacle's the way, it's gonna be fine, this happens for a reason, I'm building character, I'm becoming stronger. But try this, next time that you're faced with a really shitty hand of cards, try and remind yourself, the obstacle is the way, and essentially what I'm trying to tell you is, look, it's happened, right? Uh, being in this dark light, like Hannah was saying, is an option. Being in a positive light is another. Uh, we know exactly how it feels and what happens whenever you put yourself or you put the negative shades on. So just give it a go and try and look at the next shitty hand that you're dealt as in, huh, how can this help me in the future? Or how is this teaching me a lesson that I don't know yet? And how can I become better after the shit? Goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one more thing I will say is that this helped me in a couple of times, and I c maybe others can relate to this, is like, if you're not able to do it for yourself, do it for others. Because here's one thing that you have probably experienced in your life. I hope that you have enough awareness. If it's not for yourself, then it is. We're always aware of what other people are doing, but we're never really aware of what we're doing. Um, but if you've been in a room with someone that is just such a fucking negative Neil or a negative Nancy, wet and it's towel. like a wet fucking towel. A wet towel. You like that one, don't you? I love it. 
So yeah, don't be a wet towel, right? Or you recognize when someone's been a wet towel. So even though you might not really give a fuck about it enough to try and change your own ways to feel better about yourself, don't be the wet towel in the room. You don't want to be that person, right? You don't want to bring the you don't want to bring the mood down. You don't want to be that person that's like, "Ugh, to be around." Like, don't be that. So try and try and take action and try and control it. And don't get me wrong because the some of the same thoughts that would go through my mind when I was the wet towel are still present. I just choose to not externalize them because it ain't anyone else's Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. And that is massive. Even if you don't agree with something or even if you see it so wrong or from such a different point of view, if the energy is good and the vibe is good, just shut, shut up, soak exactly. it in, swallow it, go write it down in a journal, you know, let it out that way. Exactly. Don't, don't ruin the vibe. So, and it's, this is through consistent practice. I'll even catch myself if it's like a, I'll just still do it now and I don't even recognize it. And that's when you have to like of click what? on sense of awareness, sense of awareness. Whenever you externalize <clears throat> even body language or breath or the sounds that come out of your body oh, yeah. whenever you're moving like, like, you know, like, all this stuff. Do that in the bathroom around no one else because you might be letting it go and I'm glad that you're metabolizing it, but now you're leaving it in the room for everyone else to soak up. Exactly. It's not a good thing. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, we started talking. Yeah, of course. I mean, we can give you all kinds of examples about this, but I think essentially the message that we're trying to give out on the second week of the program, Amor Fati, is shit's going to happen around you. And ultimately, if you cannot change that, remember the one thing that you can change was just how you react and how you deal with it. That's it, right? Yeah, I think I, I will leave it with that too, which is, you know, we are going through life. There's so much that is out of our control. And I'm going to use some shitty examples, but whenever you have something horrible happened to you that is out of your control, such as cancer, for example, it has happened, right? What you then do to process that, and maybe if it's for yourself, this is something I can't talk to because I've never had that experience before, thankfully, but I have had really close friends to me that have, and uh, it's a, whenever something shitty happens in your life, you're like, oh man, this is, this is really bad, this is really sad. There's so many reasons why you want to just like stop trying to be positive. But if you can't do it for yourself, this is where I was trying to get it before, do it for others and start to look for something else or someone else that you can serve if you can't do it for yourself in that moment. But because, because by uplifting others and helping others when you're in a shitty place is the number one way for me to be able to get through that. And so I just want to also leave that with you as well because you can't change what's happened. You can't change the uncontrollable, but what you can do is change how you handle it. And, and doing good for others makes the situation a little easier to, to get through. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening, and we hope that you can take this and put it into your day-to-day and the rest of the future, or when you're uh, dealt the next really shitty hand of cards. Play it, play it right. Exactly. Next time we meet is going to be uh, part three of this five-part series, and we're going to be talking about resilience, which in Latin translates to molitium. Oh, yeah. We'll see you there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.